I never thought this would happen, I mean, to be fair. Wallies Without Brollies, the Naughties Football Podcast, episode one. Just think, this was merely a pipe dream two weeks ago. We're here. It's been, it's been a while, uh, a good few weeks. We finally rented out the room. Um, not the best. I mean, we'll look, we're certainly room for improvement, but uh, for the first one, it'll do. Set a little bit of context, what we got in this room are a couple of digestives, caramel flapjacks, two laptops... A microphone and a pair of crutches because what happened Owen last week? Uh, yeah, I've had a I've had a bit of an injury. Uh, I tore my ankle ligament, but doesn't stop me making a podcast. Certainly doesn't. And what a start we've got for you today! So this is episode one of Wallies Without Brollies, the Naughties Football Podcast, and we're talking today about the year two thousand to two thousand and one. Yeah. A season, really, that you don't really hear about. No, because it was the, the first one of the decade, so it gets brushed aside, really. It certainly does, and the year of baggy kits, yeah. um, questionable football, and to be fair, the discipline was awful. Yeah, uh, I think the discipline, if we put it into today's football, then there'd be a ton more red cards. And I think the quality of football back then was a, a lot worse, in my opinion. Certainly was. I mean, for the discipline, I'm going to blame one man and one man only, and that goes by the name of Patrick Vieira. He was absolutely (laughs) disgusting, wasn't he? he? Like two or three red cards in his first five games or something when he at the start of the season. He did, and then there was rumours that he wanted to go, and then um, he scored, didn't he? He scored. He scored certainly after that. Yeah, first game after it. But let's get started on on the season itself. You've done some research about it. How did you? Compare well, the season to to what you've seen before. I think this season, for me, well, we can talk about, obviously, Man United winning it. Uh, obviously, Hasselbank broke the English transfer record, broke Shearer's record. Um, and he ran right that season yeah, as well, really. Goals. When he signed from Atletico Madrid, uh, high expectations were set of him. And, and he, he pulled through, to be fair. And obviously, that record was broken in November by Rio Ferdinand when he signed for Leeds. And obviously, there were no transfer window then. Um, no, there wasn't. In, so he signed for November, in November from West Ham to Leeds. I've got a question for you. Go on. Bit unrelated to this year, but what do you think of transfer transfer windows in general? Do you think they're a good thing? Because obviously back then they didn't come in until 2002, 2003. Yeah. Um, obviously now, we, we, well, I certainly don't know football without them because I've only started looking at football when we had transfer windows. So what do you think of them as, a, as, a, as an entity? Do you think... Transfer windows are a good thing or a bad thing? Yeah, to be fair, I do think they're a, they're a very, very good thing, um, seeing as there is you know more restrictions. However, I've got one problem with the transfer windows, and it's that it always changes the day when it's going to finish. Why can't it start in, you know, start in June and finish at the end of August? Like it has to, the business. It, yeah, it has to finish. You know, this oh, I know this season it's completely unrelated, but this season it finished on like the 26th of August oh, right. at, like 11 p.m. at night. It was just ridiculous. Have a have a two month window, and in that you can sign as many players as you like. Obviously, Birmingham City can't sign any players, and and Burnley can only sign free agents because they're skint as well. So, um, but referencing back to 2000 to 2001, yeah. 
that's where money really started to play a factor, I think, yeah. in Premier League football. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Alan Shearer obviously signed a few years before that for Newcastle from Blackburn. That were the like the main one, the fifteen million. That were the biggest we'd seen, and then obviously it got broke twice in that single year. Where we mentioned Hasselbank and Ferdinand, uh, but I think on the other sort of side of the of the league, look at Ipswich Town and obviously George. What a achievement! Yeah, George Burnley, George Burnley yeah. had no budget. It was a shoestring budget, really. Uh, Favourites for relegation, tipped by many to go down, uh, and what did he do? He finished fifth with Ipswich Town. And to be fair, the other teams that went up, you know, Manchester City, who joined them, went straight back down. Cholton, to be fair, if you look at it, had a very good season too. Finished ninth, yeah. um, four four places behind. Who else, it, who else came up? Really? So we had Ipswich, who finished fifth. Yeah. Charlton, who finished ninth, and Man City, oh, who went so straight yeah, Man back City, down. You, don't, you forget, don't you? Well, Man you, City, how you good they are now. They've been out of the out of the league for four years. It was I remember it was the first game one shot's got Natrick, I think. Yeah. Uh, on the first game back yeah, it at Road in four years. So. Yeah, it certainly was. Yeah. Um forget. So looking further into two thousand to two thousand and one, it was, as we say, a bit of a weird season as um even starting from the community shield really. Um yeah. everyone expected Chelsea to roll over and get the belly tickle and it just certainly wasn't that. It was um Outplayed Manchester United yep. for the whole ninety minutes. I'd say in that Community mm. Shield. Um, I agree. And then you know, month and a half, two months later, Viali gets the sack and replaced with now the Tinker Man. People yeah. would say fellow countryman Claudio, yeah. Claudio Ranieri. Uh, yeah, it was it was a strange one for Viali to get sacked. Uh, typical Chelsea, I'd say, getting rid of a manager as we know him now. Uh, obviously, won the FA Cup the year before, just won the Charity Shield. Against the odds, really, and they've, they've sacked him. Yeah, they certainly have. Um, they well, they certainly did anyway. Um, oh. So here's a question for you, Owen. Um, as we just said, Chelsea, typical Chelsea, um, but this was before the Roman Abramovich era. Here's a question: Who was the owner of Chelsea at that time? Easy, Ken Bates. Of course, it Quite was. Quite a fiery character, from what I've from what I've heard. I remember a story? Uh, it was Pat Nevin. Was sort of. Another podcast was to quickly Kevin podcast actually. Yeah, clang. Uh, if you ever want to collab, uh, <laughs> let us know. Um, yeah, it was a when Pat Evan was a guest on there, and he sort of goes into how he tried to get a new contract, a bit of a increasing wages from from Ken Bates, and Ken Bates basically threw him out of the room and told him never to ask him again. Him out the door, or, didn't or else he'll leave the club. So, yeah, Ken Bates is the answer to that question, mate. Yeah, thank you very much. Well done. Um, don't you think it's crazy to think that that 2000 to 2001 season we were, what, two, three years old? Yeah. And we're doing a podcast all about it, claiming that we're experts. Well, we are going to be... Well, we're going to be experts by the end of it. I think, I think yeah. it's going to be it's going to be a journey. I think some of the listeners as well are going to be the same sort of age of us. I think... Know a bit about it. Know, know kind of the players who played then, like your Sheringhams, your, your, your Roy Keane, Jap Stams, Barteses... Obviously, I'm all very familiar with them players. I know that we did know what they did, know what they they could do. But uh, as far as like your in depth sort of knowledge, it, it's lacking. And I think it's going to be a good journey to sort of increase that over the next ten sort of episodes. Couldn't have put it any better myself. So let's go to the first game of this podcast. It's a very very fun one for me. Um, because I don't even know the answers at the moment, so we're just going to go. This is the word association game. 
Yeah, this is the word association game. What I'm going to do is just By name. the way, this is the first time I've heard of this, so I don't know how it's going to go. Um, I, I didn't get pre-notified of this, so go on, carry Okay, on. so thanks, mate. So this is the word association game. What I'm going to do is do different, uh, say different key terms, key moments from the 2000-2001, and you've basically got to say what first comes to your head. We'll have a bit of a tennis if we, um, okay. if we can get a few words going. So I'm going to go and start with Fabian Barthez. Plum. Finger save gloves. Do you know why I said plum? Go on. It was a little interview. And it, it might be a Premier League years, I can't remember what it were, but it sort of went, not if, not if it was this year, but I think it's Thierry Henry's running clean through. I'm so sure it's Arsenal. It could be someone else. But Barthez basically tries to play him off, like saying that he's offside, and he just stands there and puts his hand up. And the striker carries through and scores the goal. And then after it, um, he said, well, he looked like a plum. Anyway, carry on. Okay, so I think of Fabian Barthez with finger-saved gloves. Okay. Do you remember the Adidas goalkeeper gloves that everyone no. wanted? Do you not? No. Do you know where they're, like, solid, the finger-breakers? Do you not oh, remember Oh, with a little them? bit of in. Yeah, yeah, yeah they're yeah, absolutely yeah. rock-solid. Okay. Okay. Um, I'm pretty sure he never, ever wore them gloves, but they were like a... A mandible claw, yeah. so to speak. Yeah. They were just horrendous, but that's all I remember from Fabian Barthes. No, I just remember him being a bit erratic as a goalkeeper, from what I can remember. Uh, but yeah, like, like you, won't, you won't see a goalkeeper now, someone go clean through and just stand still on one side of his net with his arm up, claiming offside. You'd obviously play to the whistle, but yeah. that, that's what Barthes was like. I think what we'll learn in these, these episodes is that the 2000s was certainly the era for crazy keepers. Yeah. And I think that's where they got their their trade from, you know, your Oliver Kahn, yeah. your Barthez, yeah. your Shea Givens. Yeah. They're absolutely, your mate Taylor's, Nico Vassen's always, I'm just thinking from Birmingham City, Nico Vassen, um, mate Taylor. Yeah, Ian Bennett's, things like that. Yeah. Uh, so that's your first one. Who's your next word association? Go on, give it to me. Hit me. I've got... UEFA Cup. UEFA Cup back then, obviously now it's the Europa League, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, first thing that comes to my head with UEFA Cup, bloody hell, I'm not too knowledgeable on the UEFA Cup. What, what comes to your head from back then in the UEFA Cup? <laughs> Tell you the truth, absolutely <laughs> fuck all. <laughs> why, why have you said it? Then? I don't know. I just looked at our <laughs> notes in UEFA Cup and thought, you know what, let's try and trick him. All right, I've got one for you. Champions League. In 2000? Yeah. Leeds United. Oh, I was thinking exactly the same yeah. thing. I was also thinking of that beautiful Nike football. Yeah. Do you remember? Yeah, 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 Completely yeah. plain white, yeah, yeah. a Nike black, tick, black, tick yeah. black Nike tick. It was just so classy. Yeah. And I just, yeah, that's all I really remember. I remember Leeds United under David O'Leary. Yeah. You know, your Mark Vadukas, your Alan Smiths. Harry Cole, were you there? Harry Cole, I don't think was there well, Rio Ferdinand at the was, time. Rio Ferdinand was at the time. Who was the goalkeeper? There's a bit of trivia for you. At Leeds? Yeah. Do you, do you know? I do, yeah. What nationality? He is... Will that give it away? It will give it away, Let's yeah. Say it anyway. No, no, no. I want you to, I want you to guess. Uh, Leeds United goalkeeper... I'd go... I'm completely happy with that. Tim Flowers. It was Paul Robinson. Was it? In the, no, yes, of course it was. Certainly yeah, was. Yeah, 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 um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Poor Robinson. So, and what a career he had, by the way. It was everywhere. Burnley legend. He was Burnley, Blackburn. <laughs> Let's not talk about them on this podcast. Oh, okay, sorry. Sorry. Burnley, Blackburn. Where else? 
Spurs. Spurs. Scored the goal for Spurs. He scored, didn't he? Did, yeah. Did he score another goal? I swear he scored Did for... he score against Watford? That time. Yeah, ball. against Ben Foster. Yeah, it was, wasn't it? I'm sure he might have scored uh, another goal in his career. I'm not sure. I might be making that up. It might be Brad Friel who scored a couple. Okay, let's, let's have another one. Word well, association. It's not really word association. It's if I say something, you try and tell a bit, bit of an anecdote from it. Okay, so Southampton. Well, I think instantly of Max this year. Do you? Yeah, I really do. It's a sort of. Do you want to know what I think of? What? It was there in the season we're looking at, 2000, Adele, 2001, was their last game at the Dell. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, and what a game it was. Go on, that last game at the Dell. Enlightened me. Okay, it was 3 2 against Arsenal. Last gasp winner from yours truly, Matt Letizia. Probably. The most underrated England player. Yeah. I, I, I how he didn't. Anyway. How he didn't play uh, more games for England. Obviously, there's the famous story of him playing. Uh, I think it was. I'm not sure what competition it was. Uh, it was like '98 World Cup or '96 Euros. I'm really not sure. But um, of when he sort of he had an England B match, scored an hat trick. I remember. Yeah. Didn't get picked. Uh, I think Ian Wright didn't get picked either. Bit of a bit of a weird one. Imagine that now. Imagine mm. sort of a player. Two of your best strikers, this, who we thinking Rashford and Vardy, for example. Now, imagine them. Vardy when they won the when Leicester won the league and he scored twenty plus goals, not getting picked by Southgate. People would be going mad. Uh, and it weren't just goals that, um, this year adding his adding his locker. He obviously the skill that he possessed. Um, the goal that Aaron was only dinked it over everyone's head. Yeah. Uh, and then ran through and scored. But yeah. I tell you what, the difference from then to now, I feel, is that. I think the media, the fans, social media decide that England team now, mm. I feel. Yeah. You look at the England team, for example, you know, you look at that World Cup team, no real surprises. You look at every time they get called up, no real surprises. You know, you've got Jade and Sancho's and stuff like that, but again, they're being publicised on social media for being the next big thing. So I'd say, especially in, you know, 96, 98, 2000, I'd say it was more the manager's personal preference. And who they knew from previous clubs. who they knew, who they worked with, you know. Yeah, to um, I'll talk about Ian Wright again, it was like more 90s. Obviously, he'd just come to Palace. He was about, how old was he when he joined Palace? He was old, he was like 24, yeah. 25. Just been playing Sunday League. Uh, so obviously, no one really knew who he was, especially the manager then, Glenn Oddle, who was managing England. Back then, yeah, it was. I can't yeah. remember who did, who did a call been, yeah. with Terry Venables. I can't remember who it was. Um, but obviously, they mustn't have known him that well. Uh, so, didn't get picked. But So, yeah, as we say, it was personal preference. But do you prefer that? Do you prefer having. Because obviously, it didn't work out sometimes. Yeah. Um, mm. And, you know, sometimes it did. You know, Italia 90, it yeah. worked nearly flawlessly. Mm. Euro 96, once again, it nearly worked. Um, but obviously you've got your Graham Taylors where it just didn't, didn't click, didn't did work. it? But we're not going to digress into 90s football. We're going to carry on into this um, season 2000 to 2001. Um, can you name me, Owen, the yep. FA Cup winner from that season? Uh, Liverpool, I think. Liverpool-Arsenal final, from what I remember. Uh, I remember Michael Owen just running riot on Arsenal. Left it late, though, but... Uh, yeah, yeah it was a it was a really good game. Um I believe it was the first game at the Millennium, wasn't it? At the After um, the old Wembley. After the old Wembley. Um interesting. 
I know a lot of people, I've not been to the Millennium myself, but a lot of people do prefer that Millennium Stadium to the the the, the new Wembley now at the time. It's mm. a little bit more close, a, bit, a little bit more intimate. Um, the semi-finals were good as well. Yeah, I'm just looking at it now. Wickham. Yeah, Wickham. Wickham was the semi-finals unheard of really now. Yeah. I think that... That um, Tottenham Hotspur, that was one of George Graham's last games, I Yes, think, it was, yeah. Before he got sacked and Glenn Arnold took over. It was. Um, was Liverpool was... once again leaving it late in that semi-finals. Yeah. Um, you know, and then Liverpool having a... Who having was the a... manager of Liverpool then? Julio? Yeah, it was Gerard Julio, yeah. Um, hmm. Then in the quarter-finals, Liverpool beating Tramere in that sort of like Birkenhead derby, um, yeah. 4-2. But how do you feel that this team, these teams in the 2000, 2001... How would they deal now? How would they fare now, yeah? I think, like, them sort of teams, your Arsenal's, you've got Thierry Henry, Vieira, Pires, Lundberg, Bergkamp. Uh, I think now they'd be fine. Uh, Here's a statement. This championship league now... Yeah, we're West Brom's, we Middlesbrough's, so Sheffield United's. not the teams, the quality... Right. Of every team, would beat the majority of that Premier League seat team that Premier League season. Well, like they won't beat Liverpool and Arsenal. They won't beat Michael Owen, Heskey, Fowler, and then your Lumbergs, your Vieiras, your Perez. I'm going to throw it out there Siemens. and say they would. Sharon Reeves, one of the I best think players. Football ever. has changed so Patrick Vieira, much. Patrick Vieira is one of the best players to have ever played in the Premier League. But I just think how football has changed, I think this championship now is so good and so advanced. I agree to beat your, like, maybe your Ipswiches, maybe, you know, Man City in that time, Bradford, you know, teams who were, maybe even Newcastle. Villa. Villa. I reckon, yeah, they'd, they'd beat teams like that, but Arsenal were different class. FA Cup final teams, they're not... Your West Brom in the championship now, like fucking Dwight Gale against Sol Campbell and Martin Keown. Are you sure? David Seaman in net. Okay, we'll leave that to the Twitter debate using the hashtag WWB. Uh, that, that stands for, obviously, Wally's with Brollies. Wally's without Brollies. <laughs> <laughs> Can't even say the name right. Um, I'll tell you what, after that heated debate, should we have a little break? Yeah. So, welcome back from the break, Owen. How was that break for you? Relaxing. Yeah, uh, yeah. Get, get that feet up, make sure it's iced yeah. and roist and whatever they say at the, yeah. the doctors now. It's, uh, it's getting there. Uh, so it's a long road to recovery, but, you know, um, onwards and upwards, in the words of Buzz Lightyear. <laughs> oh, my Lord. So I've got a question for you. What was your favourite kit of 2000 to 2001? Uh, it's between two, a red one and a blue one. Let me go. Red one was Manchester United. Wrong. Go on. Arsenal. The Dreamcast, the lovely, yeah. you know, the white sleeves, small red collar. Yeah, very nice. And the blue one. Go on. Leicester. The Walkers. Yeah. Who do you think of when you think of? We're not going back to the word association, but who do you think of when you see that Leicester kit? Because I think instantly of Roberto Mancini. Yeah, I remember Robbie Savage. Yeah. Robbie Savage or or, or Mancini. Uh, um, yeah, uh, yeah, I'd say them too. Was, was Gary Lineker promoting Walkers at that time? He was, wasn't he? Did he promote Walkers because they became Leicester's sponsor? And then that was that. 
or was it? I'm not sure. I'm pretty pretty certain he was still sponsoring that. We'll have to have a look into that. Anyway, moving on. I've got another game for you. Here we go. And it is the sponsors of kits from the 2000s to 2001 season. Okay. Um, so you have to tell me. I'm going to give you a team. Mm-hmm. And you're basically going to tell me what was the sponsor and what memory you have from that kit boy. You know, you, you, you were three years old. So what memory do you, do you think of now um, when looking at that kit? So let's go to Chelsea. Autoglass. Yeah? Yep. Okay. Go on. Instantly, I think of Roberto Di Matteo. Uh... Yeah, Di Matteo. For some reason, Di Matteo springs to mind for that one. I don't know why. Obviously. I just think of Dennis Wise. <laughs> yeah, wearing Dennis like Wise. an yeah, extra yeah, yeah. extra small top. Yeah, um, shit, yeah. Man. I remember Dennis Wise. I think he lifted the Community Shield um, with that that blue um, that blue auto glass top. Okay, moving on. Go on. West Ham. Doc Martins. It was Go instantly. On. Instantly, Mike Lustre from that. Paolo Di Canio against Everton. Everton, it was. I think it, if it's a story on about, yeah. Paul Go Gerrard on. was in net and he'd gone down injured. Uh, I'm not sure who was on the ball, but they've crossed it in and open net for Di Canio really to head it in, and he's caught it, much to the surprise of all the everybody, all the players and the manager and everyone. But yeah, and that sort of cemented Paolo Di Canio in the history of English football for doing that because it never been seen before, really. Certainly wasn't. He was. He was something, wasn't he? Yeah. I mean, it would have been amazing to to watch him in that era, just just tear footballer, footballers and you know whole teams apart at times as well. Yeah. Remember, um, the, remember the game when he um, spat his dummy out and just sort of sat there. I'm not sure if it was this season. For an absolute hissy, didn't he? Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. the ref, yeah. the ref weren't sort of giving decisions his way, and then yeah, has to come off, and he was dead. I think he scored actually that game. Okay, moving on. Liverpool. Carlsberg? Yeah. Who do you think of? Uh, Michael Owen, straight away. Young Michael Owen, running riot in the, in the league. For some reason. I think, weirdly, Stefan Henschoz. Yeah. I don't know why. Was he there then, Stefan yeah, Henschoz? Yeah, he certainly was. Yeah, he played in the don't know why, that league springs cup to mind. final. Don't know why Stefan um, Henschoz springs to mind what he does. All I think about with that, that Liverpool top is... It just being so big. The away shirt as it well. Look, just look huge. The gold away shirt. Yeah, it just looked, It looks huge for every player wearing it. It was like they said, "What size do you want?" Yeah, I'll have a medium. But every player got an extra large. Yeah. I mean, it wouldn't bother you having an extra large because you're quite big boned. Yeah. But uh, mouth. <laughs> but you know, for the players, you know, your Owens, your Henchoses, your Hamans. It just looked massive for them. Um, we'll have one more. Go on then. An easy one. Okay. Manchester United. See, I'm stuck in between two. Was it the Sharp or was that the start of the Vodafone? Because I'm thinking, I'm thinking Roy Keane in a Vodafone shirt. Uh, I'm going to go Vodafone. It is Vodafone. And yeah, I'll tell you what memory I have. I don't know if it was 2000, 2001. But the memory I have with Vodafone is the film Bend It Like Beckham. Yeah, and with, Jasmine with Keira Knightley. Keira Knightley. Yeah. Um, Jasmine. Jasmine. <laughs> and I just remember her. She had a big Beckham 
shirt yeah, on the wall. Yeah. I just remember it being Vodafone Umbro. Um, yeah, that's the memory I have. Um, that was a good game, wasn't it? We'll come back to that. Should we keep that as a, a weekly feature? It's, it's a good one, that I enjoy. It, it is a good one. It's a good one. Um, and yeah, moving on to the latter part of the our first ever podcast. How do you think it's gone? Uh, there's room for improve, improvement. There's scope to improve. Yeah. Uh, I think for a first one, it's been good. But yeah. I just made eye contact with someone outside. Bit awkward. Did you? Yeah. Oh, no. But we'll carry on. Oh, no, um, that is awkward. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it's gone all right. Um, for our first, kind of unscripted, really. We, we we kind of went into it not knowing what we were gonna go, what we were gonna do, with little knowledge, really. We were two, three years old, so I think it's been all right. What about you? What do you think? How's it gone? I think for an idea being, you know, fourteen, fifteen days old, and I think us getting the podcast space today, I think us getting the the gear it's been, it's been today it's been fair on it it's not been, been controlled it's been really. pretty it's been a pretty ad hoc, hectic quite ad hoc you could say <laughs> stop with these big words please I think it being it's been pretty rushed but I think we've hit the nail on the head really we're giving the viewers what they want they're not paying for this are they it's free yeah so give the viewers what they want give the listeners, the listeners, the listeners what they want the um, we don't have cameras yet you're getting yet you're getting Premier League um, basically, a podcast version of Premier League years. I'm gonna say it. Yeah. Um, and we're gonna continue that. We're gonna. We're not gonna put a cap on our episode count, are we? No. We'll just do it until we get bored. I'd say. And I've heard a special guest could be coming. It's not Michael Ricketts, is it? It's not Michael. Ricketts. <laughs> <laughs> I've been trying to get all the Michael Ricketts, the ex Burnley striker. I think he wrote another. If anyone. Soon on Twitter or social media <laughs> as Michael Ricketts. In my opinion... He's not on Twitter. He's not on Instagram. Is he he's not? not? on Facebook. He's not on the website. There's nothing. I was looking for an hour last night. There's nothing. Is he he's like... Not, he's not on LinkedIn. He's not on anything. Is he like... Um, b- b- David Batty. Is he like David Batty? <laughs> yeah. Going completely off the radar, off the grid, so, and no one knows where he is. If anyone has any connections or is related to probably one of the most naughty footballers out there, Michael Ricketts. Let him know that we're doing a podcast and we're after him. Uh, <laughs> one of the many who only has one England cap as well. Yeah, certainly is, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you've just sort of ruined a future podcast because we, we were going to get to England. Oh, all right. Um, but well, how about we, maybe in the framework we'll have a whole podcast on Michael Ricketts. Potentially. In my eyes. Cause not, not, not just one episode, a podcast. A on whole Michael Ricketts. podcast on Michael Ricketts. Um, I'm just thinking of other bog standard noughties footballers. Jeremy Adi Adi Air. Yeah, that's who I'm thinking of. Okay. I'm thinking of Dion Dublin. Mm, bog standard's harsh, in my opinion. I'm thinking of Robbie Savage for a bog standard one. Bollocks. Oh, my God. We allowed to swear on this podcast. You said you said fuck before, so okay. Okay, we're gonna pause this. Yeah, um, sorry about that. We just got interrupted. Um, <laughs> some people. We're now in a new podcast space. Yeah, um, acoustics might be a bit different, but some people walked into our room. They've been listening for the past ten minutes outside. We've so even got. Hold on, I mean, bear with me two seconds. You you carry on. You feel some. You feel some. Uh, yeah. So as we were saying, if you know any noticed footballers, yeah, Jeremy, Jeremy, and the air. <laughs> Standard 
naughty footballer out there. Okay, cheers for that. I don't really know what what that was. But, uh, uh, I found a multiple phone then. All right. Okay. Should we get on with the quiz? Yeah, sorry, let's get on with the quiz. Now it's time for the latter end of this podcast. Um, basically, what the format is, is a quiz where me and Owen will go against each other to hopefully rule for supremacy so this week in the opening one it's my um turn to ask owen three questions if he gets all three correctly he gets a bonus point so there's four points at stake if he gets none at all he loses a point so he could potentially start on minus one for today's um quiz yeah and it'll uh, it'll carry on each week so for example this week draw asked me three questions next week i'll ask him three questions and at the end of the uh, end of the season, there'll be a leaderboard, whoever loses, does a forfeit. Does a forfeit. So, Owen, are you ready for ready. question number one? Come on then. Okay. Are they, are they hard? Question number one. Okay. Name me the player with the most assists in the 2000 oh. to 2001 Premier League season. Lundberg. Incorrect. It was David Beckham. Was it? It was, yeah. So that's zero at the moment. Okay. As we know, Leeds got to the Champions League semi-final. What I need from you, you can get two out of three and I'll accept that as a point. What I need is the two out of the three other Champions League semi-finalists. Bayern Munich. That is correct. Only one more. Yeah. I know you won't get one of them, and one of them... Porto. That is two incorrect out of three. Two incorrect. That's what I mean. This is your second question, and you've got it wrong. It, what? You've got it wrong. Was Bayern Munich not right? Bayern Munich is right, but you needed two out of the three. So I get one more guess. Two out of the three. I get, I get three guesses. Okay, then go on then. Paul was wrong. Yeah. Paul was right. Oh, uh, I'm gonna go for. Oh, Man United. Question number three. You've got zero points at the moment. The other two. So it was Leeds United who played Valencia and Bayern Munich beat Real Madrid. Should have got that. Should have went for that. Okay. Sorry, team. Last one. Sorry, team. You need one out of the three teams who got promoted from the Football League into the Premier League or the Premiership. Okay. What from? From League One. From Division One into the Premiership, so they were in the Premiership for two thousand two thousand and one. No, or oh, they were in the Premiership. When? What do you mean? Are you thick beyond the eyes? So, name one of three teams so who got promoted played. in two thousand to oh. two thousand and one okay. into the two thousand and one to two thousand and two Premier League. Okay. This. Is for minus points on offer. Oops, I'll name one of the three. I'll give you two guesses. Give you two guesses. Blackburn Rovers. You've done it in one. 
You've got a point. Come on, man. Um, the other two you could have had is Fulham and Bolton Wanderers. So now you have one point going into next week. I'll, I'll take that. All the way Opinions to the on the questions? Uh, there are, aren't they? I thought. Yeah. Okay. I don't think they were hard. I don't think they were necessarily easy. Um, but. but yeah, so I think that's a wrap. Mm. Have you had fun? I've had bags of fun. Because this has took... I'm a bit tired. It's been a long... So am I. This, is, this podcast, I know it seems all smooth and... and... I doubt it seems like that. Do you, do you reckon? Yeah. <laughs> um, we've, had, we've had about six room changes. Yeah. Uh, you know, yeah, we've been in a car. Six room we've changes. We've been in three different rooms. And I don't know if you know, but Owen's on crutches at the moment, so it's took about half an hour of time to get from place to place, and it's been exhausting, but I wouldn't have changed it for the world. It's been a... Potentially would have changed. (laughs) It's been a good episode, and uh, don't forget to like and subscribe to uh, both Spotify and iTunes. I don't think they're on yet. They will be. By the time this goes out, it will be on Spotify and iTunes and Podbeam, our sponsors for this podcast. Thank you very much and goodbye. See ya.